I forgot the prompt. So, hello and welcome to Who Does a Podcast, the 10 restarts I had to do. I'm your host, Headphone Joe, and I'm here with... This is Kyle. And... and oh, and... <laughs> Rick. You me or whichever. The play game! And this is the show where we review, rank, and dig into the soundtrack of our or your favorite movie musical. This or episode end. we're covering Tick, Tick, Boom, directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda, written by Steve, Steven Levinson, um, music by Alex Lackamore, uh, I believe I have that right. Lyrics by, lyrics and music by Jonathan Larson. Yes, screenplay by Steven Levinson. Got there off the top there of the go. dome. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Jonathan Larson. Uh, I don't know Levinson. if Stephen Levinson is dead. <laughs> oh, I was going to try to throw that at the Jonathan Larson part, but you guys kept going. So it's like, moved on. Yeah, yeah like, uh, still alive. Few names going on. <laughs> um, tick, tick, boom. Lin Manuel Miranda's directorial debut, starring mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield, um, Robin De Jesus, who was the original Sonny. Um, I did find that Heights. today. Uh, Alexandra Ship and Vanessa Hudgens, as well as Joshua Henry, and yeah, that's all the names I'm going with. Was he the uh, original Sonny? Yes. Yeah, he was the original. Oh, okay. Oh, I see that. I was uh, looking at the year incorrectly. Yeah, I had that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, down Got it. Got it. Stole my nugget. Dang that. Nope. <laughs> Music not by Alex Lacamoire. Music and lyrics by Jonathan Larson. Screwed that up. Dang it. I was gonna get the Alex Lackamore nugget. <laughs> he did something with it. He helped arrange like the music. He's there. And the score He's in there somewhere. Stuff. Oh, okay. It's just not written by. Okay. Not no, not the music. He just arranged the music. He didn't necessarily compose the music. No. Okay. All right. Well, Rick, I know this was your first watch of it, Kyle. Me and uh, Kyle saw it back when this uh, closer to when it came out. Um, Rick, mm-hmm. what were your first takeaways from this film? I'll tell you this. My first takeaway was um, I did what I, I I started to do what I was told not to do, which is listen to the to soundtrack. Listen to soundtrack. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and after about two, three songs, I was like, yeah, I don't know what the heck is this about. This <laughs> Why is, would you listen to the soundtrack? This is, this is bad. You tell me not this to do this, something, I'm going to do it. This is not <laughs> Hamilton. One of those things. Have we not learned that? Um, but what I will say that although um, the soundtrack is good um, once I listened, once I saw the, the music, movie musical, um, but it does not do justice to the uh, the film. Mm-hmm. So I will say so I watched it twice. I'll, I'll, I'll say that as well. OK, so I watched it the first time and I was like, man, this is a excellent movie this this garfield guy playing lauren larston i was like i wonder how joe feels about garfield now yeah. um i will <laughs> actually do that later though teaser <laughs> but um watching it as i watched it i saw another movie or another play that he wrote like playing out at the same time mm-hmm. and i was like man i can see why that other one was so successful based off of like just the characters that I was meeting as I watched the, um, the, the movie. 
What I would say is there were there was a. Are we doing spoilers? Everyone should have seen it by now. Yeah, right? yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. holding. So, we're not holding um, back plots or anything. Okay, so I mean, when they Michael were, said oh. what he said towards <laughs> the end. Uh huh. And just in case someone didn't watch it, and then I rewatched it, knowing that information. It just made his character. It, it took him to a, like another level, just like the subtle, the subtle, the subtle facial expression changes, the mm-hmm. subtle body shifts, things like that. I was like, man, certain conversations. This guy is like killing it. Without <laughs> me ever knowing what the heck he was killing until the <laughs> towards the end of it. No, so I really, really enjoyed it. Um, at the end, I finally realized what was happening. Like towards the end. I was like, what's this stage thing and this film thing and this took you that long to figure th- that out? Yeah, it took me like seven minutes. <laughs> it took me seven minutes. Um but Wait, you said towards the end. Yeah, you said yeah, towards the end. But that's when I put it all together, like, okay, this is what everything took you longer than seven was. minutes. Hey, it took me seven, seven minutes, minutes to figure it out. <laughs> but then seven I was seven minutes I was, to I was, figure it out twenty like an hour plus into the movie. An hour <laughs> plus just to bring it all together and see that you. each okay. character like the funniest thing is I was watching it and I kept seeing what's that lady's name? Um, Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens. Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens. And I'm like, where the hell is she in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and then it was like, Oh, there she is. She is literally sitting on stage. Like, I was like, Oh, you didn't is? recognize her? At no, that point? I did not. Oh. I did not see, I did not see any of the uh, Disney high school musicals. Or anything like that. I think she was one of those girls, right? So I was like, where's this other person who's supposed to be famous? (laughs) Yeah. Formerly known as Vanessa Ann Hudgens. She's dropped the Ann. I see. Fancy. Um, But no, all in all, really enjoyed it. Enjoyed it so much. That's why I watched it twice. And uh, that would make sense. Yeah. I can't wait till the first one. We all like hated it because <laughs> so far we've always. I want to know it. the first one where none of us had seen it. That's going to mm. be an interesting, uh, an interesting. That's going to be interesting. Hmm. Whatever that may be, I don't know. I haven't. We did just look at the list. I can't remember. If uh, well, I guess me and you both hadn't seen Vivo and Rick did. Right. But that's Rick two. had. Yeah, we haven't gotten so there. Yet. We haven't had a complete sweep of nobody seen. Uh, Kyle, what were your thoughts uh, seeing the movie then yep. and now? Yeah, I saw it when it came out. Um, I wasn't really familiar with Rent, but I knew, I vaguely knew the Larson story, and uh, I was excited because Lynn directed it. Did I was you? like, let's see where I this goes. Knew it too. Sorry to cut you vaguely. off. Vaguely. That's what I mean by I vaguely. <laughs> apparently, I had one of those, the guy who created the Segway fell off a cliff on a Segway thing, because in uh, my head, Jonathan Larson passed from AIDS. And then, like the whole movie, I'm like, <laughs> "Look, okay, so when is he gonna become? When is I he gonna stop messing with this girl?" <laughs> I thought it the exact same thing. Like, just because you're conflating stories of the time, you know what the what's in Rent, basically, yeah, and you're like, like, "Oh well, he must have died for AIDS, right?" No, it's like, no, it was like a aneurysm or something crazy. Yeah, but uh. The mm. girlfriend thing was yeah. just I throw me off. I'm like, so maybe that was distracting the first time I watched I was, it. I thought he was. I was just. What? I was like, I thought he was gay. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't. I wasn't aware. Uh, we don't know. I just assumed. My bad. No, he was it's not. It. He he yeah, liked. He was me. not. 
He liked a variety of women. Let's say that. (laughs) But yeah, the first time I watched it, I wasn't like super into it. Like I appreciated the performances. I appreciated some of the songs. Um, I really think it's a stronger second half movie for sure. Mm. Um, But I did like it more the second time because I knew the story. I wasn't looking out for things that weren't going to happen. Like me and Joe were. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right, let me actually just like pay attention and to what's actually happening and not wonder when the thing that's not going to happen is going to happen. So, yeah, I, I definitely liked it more uh, this second time around. Um, I loved Andrew Garfield the first time around, loved him again the second time. And Rick, definitely to your point, uh, the character Michael stands out a lot more knowing where he goes and like his motivations and stuff. So, yeah, um, I still liked- like it. I liked Michael's character the first time and the second time, um, but definitely, definitely the second time you you know the burden he's carrying, um, so it mm-hmm. does add something. But I thought I had a, not an inkling, but I was like, mm, I feel like there's a reason he's like kind of put away his dreams and has gone in this other direction while he's looking at his friend and still like rooting for his friend in that mm-hmm. way so I, I i figured there was something more there there was there there um <laughs> but i'd like this a whole lot um to answer rick's question uh i think i even said it on a new low when the movie came out and i announced i was gonna watch it i was like this would be the vehicle to know if I will like Andrew Garfield. <laughs> I was like, I have not seen one of his movies in so long. I think Spider-Man was also getting ready to come out. So I was like, if I like him in this, then this I'll probably the like him in Spider-Man. Or I think I watched Spider-Man first. And I was like, if I like him in Spider-Man, then I think I can mm. watch Tick, Tick, Boom. Because then he's likable to me. And they became real likable to me in Spider-Man. And he was very good in this. So I was like, all right, I like so good. Um, No Way Home, of course. We are yeah, No Way Home. Um, yeah, no, I thought this was I thought this was amazing because um, it just showed and it's something I can relate to is being like somebody in the art in the arts and feel like you're mm-hmm. working so hard for a single project and you're like putting your all into it. And then at the end of the day, it may just not be received and you may feel like everything you just all the sweat equity you put into whatever you were doing was for nothing. Um and then uh, you don't know what's on the horizon and you don't know what's going to come next for you. And as we know, he had success later, but he wasn't even there to see it. He he couldn't really see it. Yeah. The full success for sure. So yeah, the, I think for me, what sucked was the way he died mm. and the reason he died. And like um, when I did, I did died read up on this, like yeah. the tragedy, like he yeah. died like yeah, the, the, the whole, the whole time opening day. No, it's not even that. It's the fact that he went to the hospital twice. Oh, and oh yeah, both I did, times I did, were turned I did, around. Turned yeah, he was, hey, mis- he was misdiagnosed with what he had. Yeah. And if they caught it, it could have been taken care of. Not even yeah, definitely. But I wonder how many more great works mm, he would right, have done. Even that, yeah, because I can see the influence he. Well, when he came out with this. Um, tick, tick, boom. It was the start of how he revolutionized theater in yeah. a sense. Cause he is the, I guess you want to say the godfather of rock in theater. Yeah. Okay. Uh, contemporary music. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. So then you, then I think, and I'm watching and I'm like, okay, I can see how he influenced someone like Lin-Manuel mm. where 
if he never saw this or if he never if this never existed or his type of plays in theater, we probably would have never got Hamilton. Yeah, no, right? I, I believe sure. Lynn said uh, Rent was one of the first things he saw and that like changed his perception of what the theater could be. Mm-hmm. So I guess piggybacking on that, um, this is going to be a very interesting journey that we go on. Because, I mean, in general, with the podcast, because mm. as I've said, not really a musical guy. I know, Rob. There's been, it's such a wild thing. <laughs> there's All been right. a certain musical that got me back into them, or into them, really. And uh, I've always appreciated a few, but like, what's always gotten me is just the corniness. Like, there's mm. so much musical theater that it's so friggin' corny. And part of it is going back to high school and everyone knows the theater kids right yeah everyone knows that stereotype they're the corniest lamest people the lamest whatever i wasn't weirdest super cool or lame but like eccentric eccentric of course right they're always trying to sing and do weird weird bits (laughs) look there's a rivalry between band kids and theater kids i won't get into it but there's that's just that's just how it goes we're all the ones that are there after camps, school. Right? Mm. We're all the ones that are there after school not doing sports. So we're the in Very we're the weird. indoor kids. <laughs> so we we have a little rivalry. But this character of Jonathan Larson in the movie is basically every theater kid I've ever known. Mm-hmm. So like having that energy from the start and some of these opening songs are like we're not getting into rankings or anything, but I'm just like, boy, this is like (laughs) everything I fear about musical theater. I think that's what, yeah, that's what threw me off. I think the first time I watched it, I was like, this is a lot, Mm -hmm. but it definitely won me over by the end. Like I said, I do like the second half a lot more. Uh, I think it finds its focus and I think it, it does have better songs, I think in the Mm -hmm. second half. But when I first watched this, I was like, Oh, this is going to be rough. I will say um, <laughs> last gen gen thought point. Uh, the conceit of it's a stage play, kind of within a stage play. It's a it's a stage um, play with it's a story it's, within a stage well, play. The stage play is the framing device, yeah. if you will. And then there's the of story getting into stories of his life that last yeah. Not last week, point. but the week <laughs> the week leading up to this big workshop. So yeah. there is a lot going and on. There's birthday. a lot. There's a lot interweaving. Yeah, the yeah. workshop and his birthday kind of ticking down to the same moment. That's yeah. the tick, tick, boom, the, the ticking clock. But I do want to get into, not get into, but like this, the idea of this stage play, not really stage play, but like a stage show was an actual show that he got to yeah. put on. So a lot of that is based on that. And he only performed it really and a couple see, times. Uh, yeah. We see a few recordings. Yeah. Found footage, not found footage. Looks like a VHS recording. Archive basically. footage of it. Yeah. Yes, we do see some archival footage of the show itself. So, and then it was basically, uh, it's supposed to be like, to, it's. Oh, good. Sorry, it was like him, two singers, and like a band. Yeah. Like that was what the, the play was. I was about to say, yeah, I think stage uh, I read that Lynn performed it once, Le- Leslie Odom mm. Jr. performed it once. Those are two names that I saw. Yeah, I saw um I'm just stealing this off Wikipedia. After he died, 
uh, Leacock Hoffman and Robin Goodman recruited playwright David Auburn to transform the solo piece into a three person musical. Mm. So that's really where they got into more of like the story structure and using the songs from the original to really flesh out how it all like narratively comes together. So it's cool that it got like kind of readapted to kind of what the movie became like it, this whole piece really went on a lot of different versions <laughs> and an interesting journey. So I'm saving it. Oh, you got your oh. hand like, out of the room. yeah. Uh, shout out to UTK is. from uh, freestyle of Supreme. Um, mm. I did not know Shockwave was all, a bunch of them are actually in this. I was not. Yeah, a lot of, of them that. were in it. There's a lot of cameos. I know uh, Lynn's dad is. In, oh yeah, there's a ton of games. Should we just talk about all the cameos yeah. right now? <laughs> yeah. The, the, oh, like Sunday. I know like Lynn's everyone. Dad, yeah, Sunday. Everybody <laughs> and their mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone and their um, mama. Cast from Rent was in it. Um, the cast, yeah, people, yeah, three of the yeah. people from Rent as the Actually, yeah. bums. There was actually Lindsay. someone else in it who one of the people who were standing on the uh, diner the platforms counters. or whatever. Yeah, right. Mm. I, I've seen them. I've seen both movies. So, well, I mean, we oh, have to point out oh, Renee Elise uh, Goldsberry uh, uh, and <laughs> Sue. Mm. Well, what am I holding on? I mean, we're getting uh, into I it. I what I was going to say now. So. And Philippa Sue, of course. So yeah, they they Phillip. had a good a good little appearance. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. What was I going to say? And Daphne Rubin Vega from In Nights. Yeah, Chris Jackson was in it. Yeah, I just saw that. I didn't know that. Where? How is he, he was, sneaking into these things? We don't even know where he, he was. A, he was in, watching the performance. He was one of the of people tick, watching tick, the performance yeah. in the crowd. Like, yeah, like in the crowd watch, shots. Oh, yeah. like yeah. watching the stage part. Yeah. Interesting. I'm just I not, not seeing see that. that. Um, Shockwave was in it from what's the name? All right. Uh, Lynn's dad. Sense. That's what I was trying to say. Lynn's dad was in the scene. Oh, right. If you're watching the um, no more when no they more. come the, through in the tuxes mm. and everything, he's like in the the left side, right side, wherever that place is called. Oh, okay, right. The bellman. The bellman. Yeah. He's yeah. Not, not the, the doorman. doorman. He's the bellman. No, he's the bellman. He's the bellman. Yeah. Okay. Bellman. Yeah. Bellman. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, he's always putting his dad in there. Yeah, his dad's always sneaking in places. Days Friday. His dad was he's in, in the, the heights, heights too. too, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's on the street, I think, when uh Nina's doing her thing. Mm-hmm. I think Very his good. mom and his dad is in the scene like uh where Sonny realizes that he can't go to school. Mm, like in that crowd. His dad was a politician. Shout out to Felicia Rashad too, by the way. Of course. Still looking young. Uh, any other fun facts? Anybody got any fun facts? Um, I do have a lot to talk about with this, but I feel like, <laughs> yeah, kind of like the there's rankings. a lot. Yeah. There's like the, the more I think, like the more I really touch about that. Watch, yeah, the more I really listen to it and watch it and read about it, like there's there's a lot to talk about. Mm. Um, but I will get into what I was gonna say at another segment. Okay. So maybe we do move on to okay. What's something? The next thing? You're oh, the, you're the time? Oh, we're going. Oh, man. I think it's time. Uh, yeah, it's time. It's time. I was even ready, folks. How do we measure? <laughs> Where do we stand? At number <laughs> Number seven, does this bother you? So in 30th place. So what do you want to see the most? 
All right. It it is we're tick, tick, booming down to the It is. Oh, the yeah, there's a little tick in there. Uh, it's time for the rankings, folks. Um, it's true. This is where we do the rankings. Um, we're going to do, oh. what is it? Four, four, five, I believe we said we agreed upon. Yes. Four, four, okay. five. Yeah. Tell the people what songs we're ranking here. Because the soundtrack has, I think, 16 yeah, songs. Yeah, the soundtrack has a bunch. We're doing the, 13, the first 13 that are in the actual play that are performed on screen oh, yeah so yes there's 17 total but all right i'm gonna switch four it up this week. bonus tracks basically let's switch it up okay this week. rick is going first a what lot you- going cow first okay mm. i think Kyle went me like first that. last week but whatever <laughs> so actually it's not yeah, so it's yeah. a switch up that's fine i feel like i haven't gone first probably like just ever, go so. less. yeah with with the correct ranking order nope. uh, close, close, close. Nah, not all less. right so we're going to start 13 to 10. Yes. And I guess, oh, we, we have been requested to kind of describe what these songs are, uh, like where they are in the, in the film. Okay. So 13, Green Green Dress. This is on the radio the after green, the party. That I thought was. It's, sorry. it's catchy, but it's like, it's like 40 seconds. Uh, number 12. Is this real life? This is more of a movie moment than a song uh 11 no more this is where michael's moving into his new place mm. and number <laughs> 10 oh boy <laughs> what <laughs> okay see some reactions happening mm. number 10 johnny can't decide <laughs> <laughs> we, we are never matching. Seeing some reactions. I'm seeing some reactions. We are never matching. So Johnny can't decide is some somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Right. <laughs> Rick. Did not expect this. Hmm. Kind of. It, it, I got it's, it's, I said I'm interested. It's interesting that. Green dress is last for you is when it? it actually has words more than two. <laughs> so coming in at number 13, although beautifully sung, real life. Yeah, thank <laughs> no. I, Look, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> coming in at number 12, that descriptive song, Green Green Dress. <laughs> Number 11, swimming. And number 10, play that game. Play game. Mm. The play, play game? Yeah. That play yes. game. Um, okay. yeah, swimming is uh, shockingly when he's swimming. <laughs> yeah, play game. Play game is that little musical music yeah, video yes Tyreek where Trotter he's actually very corny on the stage after like thoughts <laughs> yeah. Yeah. when they show him actually performing it it's very good it's a very good cutaway with the pink hat they, they we're like you know hats, it's a song which is yeah, good. you know it's a song in the play that he's performing but you see, but you see Black Thought in like the music video and then you're, it cuts to him on stage and I'm like that's that's beautiful that was very good and that then is very 1989 threw, uh, Black Thought into the scene I yeah, like then well. he's like auditioning. Very good, yeah. very good. Um, all right, that was all right, Joe. My bottom four. Thirteen. Maybe I'll, I'll be reacting soon. Thirteen. <laughs> that green, green. 
Um, 12. Boho days. Whoa. That is <laughs> madness. Number 11. Swimming. Number 10. Real life. So okay. two words. <laughs> Very impactful. Very impactful. It must have been. Did you bring the movie into it while you were watching yes, it? That the whole movie thing? That's the thing. The, okay. And I said this when I said it. It's a movie scene. More yeah. than it is a song. True. That is very true. But yeah. Hey. Okay. Um, swimming. Cow. I'm shocked that swimming was not in your bottom four because, especially with the way you preference, like your 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 relationship with musical theater. That song. Uh-huh. It's literally just describing everything he's doing in the mo- get in the water. It's a little cold. I'm like, what the hell? Until the Joe. end. Listen to me, Joe. At the end, it got haven't. real lovely at the end. That's why it's number 11. We've only done four, <laughs> so we'll, we'll find but out. Just saying, it was saying. funny how he was commenting on that girl. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. like, Get out of my way. You're in my way. So what I do like about swimming, even though I haven't ranked it yet, um, it really, I think it represented well, like when something's really on your mind, mm. or not even just something, when a million things are on your mind, and you're trying to do something to distract you, but you just can't. Like, it's still mm. going to be there. Like, if there's something really pressuring you, you can't just get it out of your head by going swimming. Like, he's trying to do... And he's doing those things he's, where he's, like, he's getting in the water, swimming. put on my mat, because he's trying to yeah. think about anything else but the things he's trying he's to think trying about. To so. still he's just saying exactly what he's doing. And it's like, but that is what I liked about the song, but he does just describe <laughs> it. And that's why the Please. songs you guys got mad at me about, yeah. no more... Mm-hmm. And Johnny can't decide. Please, extraneous. They're just describing the things we already know. Like it's, it's, it's who cares? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. I care. They're Johnny can't tunes. decide while while beautifully <laughs> sung, tunes. beautifully performed. Uh, it's just describing everything we've seen for the last half hour or whatever. Like, yeah, he has a friend who's doing better. Cause he left his passion and he's like, Oh, should I leave my passion? I have to write this play. It's like, we know we've, we've seen it all. We've watched the, we're watching the movie. But he's at a crossroads, Kyle. That's, mm. uh, it doesn't have to be a song. <laughs> it's a whole movie. Things, a lot the whole of movie is a crossroads. Exactly. <laughs> Descriptive in nature. And again, uh-huh. uh, no more. How did you not like no it's more? It's in, it's very corny. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, it's extremely corny. Like, this is one of the early songs where I'm like, that's oh, boy. To me, uh, now to get on at me, <laughs> like, uh-oh. Boho Days to me is one of the corniest things ever. It is. It is. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you. I would say, though catchy and cool and fun, it's extremely cringy. <laughs> it's very, yeah. Yeah. In a couple scenes. Like, I, I probably could have bumped that down. This is the life Boho meant. Bohemian. He says it, isn't yeah. it? Bohemian. Oh, no, no, no. So this is a funny story. So I'm sitting is it there. Like a na- it's like a neighborhood, right? No. Nah. <laughs> I think well, my, thing, my thing is Soho. I, Soho, which is like, I think that's what, Uptown? Like Upper Manhattan? No, South. Right. So South, South Manhattan. Okay. Yeah. So I thought Boho was like bottom, like beneath South. Like, uh-huh. like this is the worst <laughs> right, of the right, worst. Right. So I Googled it. <laughs> today and it was like boho short for bohemian culture like that type yeah. of chic and i was like oh hmm. 
Man. This whole time I thought it was like bottom of the bottom, like the worst of the worst. No. <laughs> right. Well, it's the way he's describing it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, it's a, yeah. I'm trying to think of the, it's like a, a carefree lifestyle, more or less, I assume. Mm. It's like an island kind of lifestyle where you don't really have a bunch of worries and whatnot. So. Even though all those people are worrying. All those people are worried. <laughs> well, the actual people that live there are worried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm. All right. All right. Um, well, we, we all had green dress in yeah. real life down there. Um, two of you had swimming down there. And that's the two only other crossover. Life, I I no, we all had that's real what I said. life. We all had oh. that. But I'm saying you two had swimming bottom four. Yes. Got it. Just trying to recap here. Okay. We're doing the next five. Next Next four. four. Kyle, nine to six. Oh, four, four, five. Okay. (laughs) Nine to six. Okay. Number nine. Before Joe jumps in my throat, swimming is number nine. So not bottom four, but bottom five. Number eight, the play game. Number seven, Boho Days. Number six, Sunday. Hmm. All right. Uh, I zoned out for a little bit of that. Rick, nine through six. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed. So, so the phone doesn't care about my ring. Number nine. <laughs> why? That is the song that plays as he is He's trying to figure ring. out what the hell is going on. Um, well, well, it's after, after he, he finds, finds out, out about Michael, but and he it's it's him at the piano. You know yeah. what's so him interesting about that song? In the, in the middle of the, the rain at the amphitheater. So when I heard when that song comes on, the whole time we're watching it, Michael is touted as like this great actor singer, yeah. and then that song tells you the truth. Well, it says he's not a good him. singer. Yeah, but he's trying to be an actor. Yeah, but in so everything he's acted in, it's always been like the background. second tertiary character. Like, like, mm. yeah. <laughs> like nothing, nothing he did. Like that's where you see friendship. Well, he didn't get the recognition. Right. Maybe he deserved. It's one example. No, and it it's was the two. high school play. It was two high school plays. Because that's the first t- one was a talent show. So, I'm sorry, when the they were little show, kids, he talked about oh, how great he was in high school as a play. He was the lead in everything. Yeah. He didn't lead anything. Well, no. that example, maybe. Doesn't mean anything. West Side Story. Yeah, it's because he couldn't sing. But he is the most important non-singing part in West Side Story. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess Officer Krupke. But yeah. Uh, anyway. Two. Anyways. Number eight, Rick. Number eight. <laughs> Sunday. There we go. <laughs> number we seven. Like Boho Days. Really like and number six. Johnny Can't Decide. There Sunday being the uh, the yes. brunch. We did not we did not mention yes. that. Sunday is Sunday. the big brunch musical yes. in the diner, which has of some course. hilarious lyrics in it. Yeah, very hilarious. <laughs> Says the fool as, as somebody who hates brunch. Oh man, that song spoke to me. Um, Famous brunch brunch hater. Number nine. That's the like play winner. game. That's the play game. Uh, number eight. <laughs> Therapy. Number seven. Mm. Want to adjust your tights. Why? <laughs> Number well, <now> six. <laughs> Sunday. So okay. therapy. Yeah. In your bottom. 
Yep. Well, mm, yep. not top five. We'll say Definitely therapy is the in your middle. Sorry, in your middle. In my mid. In my mid. The duet during the breakup, basically. Um, uh, this is a funny one because I think the opposite of real life is my issue with therapy. Therapy, great in the movie. Don't think it holds up on its own. Uh, didn't love it on no. its didn't love the pacing is not the same as if wait that's not the opposite in, of real life that's the exact same thing no great in the movie doesn't hold on its own is what you're saying i know but for both yeah 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 i guess i gave real life you still have it above real life I mean, yeah. You're, you're still, yeah. 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 yeah yeah you're saying it's the same thing uh i do think the visuals help therapy a lot um but and the cutting between like the actual breakup it, and then the song breakup. Well, I, I like the song. Hearing the song on its own, I like the pacing more without seeing the scenes. Mm. Like I get it in the movie where you're cutting back and forth. It works in the movie, but I think even hearing the song on its own, hearing the ramp up naturally, um, I I do like it on its own. Okay. That's why I did not feature I have your it, mid. I haven't mentioned it. That's why I haven't <laughs> mentioned it yet. And neither is Rick. Nope. Uh, so in that case, I will say Sunday is all in our mids. Uh, the play game almost made it in all of our mids. It's for mm. somebody's holding out. No. Yeah, yeah, somebody said it already. Oh, yeah, it was, it was in, in Rick's. It was in Rick's yeah, bottom. Yeah, yeah. Um, we both had boho days at seven. Yeah, Scuff. and you guys both had boho days in the mid. Um, I had it in the bottom. No, he had it in the bottom. You and I had Sunday it in the Sunday Boho Days. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I said that's why I said two. <laughs> All right. So I have to ask you guys one question. Why? Why? Okay. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Um, it didn't connect with me the way I thought it. Like, I got that that was like a central, like a big moment. And it just kind of, it was so. It was so storytelling descriptive, kind of like just matter of factly that lyrically mm-hmm. it was like unimpressive for like a bulk of the, the, the song. Lyrically unimpressive. I, I wouldn't go as far. I, I, well, because lyrically it's, it's, <laughs> not unimpressive. it's not that just, it's unimpressive. It's, it's just that it's very. It's matter of fact. Sing talk straightforward. Like very yeah. straightforward. Sing talking. Um, mm. 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 Okay. Mm. What I, hey, <laughs> no one does better than Lynn. Cry face and all. Um, but well, he didn't write this. What I, what I, he, it's inspiration. Um, Directed. Uh, what? He's not <laughs> inspiration. <laughs> got no. His no. inspiration. He's, yeah, he's oh, Lynn's okay. inspiration. His oh, inspiration. Okay. Sing talking. Um, Confusing. So this is where the sing talking started for Lynn to then eventually do it. Uh-huh. Yes. But no, I, I, I feel like his hip hop fandom is where that came from, but continue. I think the end of like the, the, if, if I break this song up into thirds or, you know, yeah, or fourths, which it is, I would say um, the, verse the, verse end, the end where he sings towards the end is beautiful. His singing throughout mm-hmm. is beautiful and yeah. it was actually higher for me. But when I was like, okay, let me put in lyrical content with it. Similar to swimming, which I liked a lot, is very story, like just straight story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's just back okay. a lot of it's just backstory on my phone. Yeah. He's basically talking about his best friend who who means a lot to him. Yeah. So 
And yet I'm the emotionless one. <laughs> okay. You went too far Technically, back. Technically, I'm, I'm, I'm emotionless. And yet I'm <laughs> the emotionless one. If you heard what my psychologist told me once. <laughs> <laughs> what Tony Soprano is. Yeah, hey. Well, Joe has it at number seven. So we'll, we'll find out where that goes. Hmm. Uh, right. Any other things we got contention with? I don't think uh, so. No, I don't think so. We kind of went over the rest of these. So there's a interesting top five coming. Interesting yes, there top is. Five. But I, so now we are out of <laughs> the experimental phase, I believe. Are we officially putting in the rewatch rule? Uh, yeah. Because I think okay. it's, so it's never going to happen. <laughs> I just think we'll it's never it. going to happen. So I don't know if we ever said it officially. We've talked about it a little bit. If all three of us have at least one song that's the same in the top three. So like same number three, same number two, same number one. That will trigger the rewatch for this season. The only way we'll get a rewatch is if it's top five. There is no way in hell we're going to get a rewatch. Now it's an official rule (laughs) and let's see, let's see where it goes. Okay. If we have to amend it later, we'll amend it later. We'll get all the states to ratify it. But if we get one year, no rewatch, it's like, okay, maybe we get (laughs) a few months. Pity rewatch. (laughs) We might just throw one on the calendar. Watch ahead. We're going to watch the next thing that Um, we're going to watch. We haven't really decided on that. But uh, we'll figure that out, I guess. It'll just be Hamilton again. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out. Well, it's got to be something we can sing along talk to. over. Yeah. It can't be something we have to pay attention to. Um, okay. So top five. Are we doing this? We're Let's doing go. it. Let's do it. Number, <laughs> number five. Come to your senses. We're I was afraid this was going to be low. I was that's afraid this was going to be lower. Right. Number four. All right. All right. I guess it's. Well, look. There's still two other possible top threes. Number four, therapy. Let's get that out of the way. Number three. I'm not finished. This could still happen. Nope. Number three, 30, 90. Number two. Why? Number one, louder than words. Wow. Hmm. All righty, Rick. Because we're not, we're not going to yeah, get five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to keep the top five. Yeah. We'll find, we'll find out. Rick, yeah. here we go. Louder than words, of course. The ending song, thirty ninety. The beginning song. Those are the two we haven't mentioned yet. Yeah. Come mm. to, oh, your, come senses. to your senses is, come is to the your big uh, play song. Come to your yes. senses, Kyle. The third, pl- um, the third layer of play is where it comes yeah. <laughs> the superbia, but we didn't even talk about the superbia. Though. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so number five, no more. Yeah. Number four, thirty ninety, which took me like two listens to figure out what the why it was titled thirty ninety. Ah. Like what the hell? Well, you also listened to it before you even sold the play. You knew what hey. any of the context was. <laughs> Where only, he explains his birthday's coming. I can only be see me. the calendar and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I can see only, what year it is. I can only be myself. Um, number three. Talking into it. <laughs> it's not a bad song. It's a lovely song. It's number four. Number three. Come to your senses. Number two. Louder than words. And coming in at number one. What he has left? Therapy. Oh wow! I forgot that was still Wait. on the board. Oh for him. wow! Okay, okay. I love that song. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So 
<laughs> I knew we were not going to tire all three of us because once uh-huh. Kyle, the only song that I thought, and this is, I'm not revealing anything, but sure. the only song that I thought, okay, maybe there's a sliver of us to tie on is come to your senses. And once really? you said five, I was like, oh, that's how it is. I thought louder than words. Personally. I thought that too, but I, was say, I noticed that you both liked it a lot. I told that in the lines, but I was like, hmm, interesting. So I'll go now. Number five, no more. Number four, louder than words. Oh, well, there it is. Number three, <laughs> 30, 90. Number two, Come to your senses. And number one, and I'm so, I got to hear Kyle out. Johnny Can't Decide was my favorite oh song my of the God. whole thing. You're an insane, man. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, well Joe, explain okay. yourself. Another story <laughs> song. One. I thought uh, it's a bit of a story song, but, but it's a I good mean, song. It's, a, it's an overarching theme, but it's the crux of the play is here. It's the... I'm an artist. I don't know what my I don't know what this lifestyle looks like if I don't ever see success. And that is always an impending doom. And your your happiness, your relationships are all going to hinge on if I don't get success and I'm just stuck at this dead end job, especially in New York, where I'm not making much money. I have to work long hours. And if I cross this threshold in this movie, the threshold is 30 years of age. If I cross that and I still have seen no success, you, you hear him throughout the movie compare himself to Sondheim um, and other people who already had things on Broadway at much younger ages. So he's at this crossroad where he's dealing with that and what his future may be and what his outcome is. And should he sacrifice his art to make it more mainstream and everything? But- and I, I, just, I just, I just felt it. I, I felt it. I get the idea, and it is kind of the idea of the whole movie. But doesn't it make more sense if this came after the workshop? Like his whole focus is getting to the workshop because he thinks that's his launching point. But there, there's no crossroads at this point. Well, of the movie, I was about to say more or less. Eh, there's a bit of a crossroads. There's an I impending ticking clock of his girlfriend well, needs an question, answer. Yeah, there's the <laughs> question of maybe we move, yeah. but like his so, his folk. He's so laser focused on this workshop and finishing this song that like it didn't make sense can't figure to out have the this. Song. That's the second thing. So for, right, and not then, really a crossroads. <laughs> like it's not it's not a decision. It's a write the but, damn song. No, I think Michael's success also puts him in that a plays into it. that's in the in song, song yeah. and well Kyle, the thing is writing the song sounds easy but if you can't write the song like well i'm not saying it's easy obviously it's it's a big part of the movie but like it's not a decision it's like he knows he has to do it and like this, a decision. this whole are you capable are you capable of doing this like you've been told mm-hmm. you need this thing to transform this thing that you're trying to do and you keep every time you attempt it, you keep failing at it. Sure. So you more or less, but I think that's, that, I think that's a different idea. Yeah, that's a different idea. When he decides to throw in the towels, kind of. Yeah, because if he didn't, if it wasn't successful, it would be him basically doing what he did and running to Michael saying, hey, help yeah. me be you. And 
Yeah, I can. I, can, I, I enjoyed the song. I enjoyed the singing, but and also, therapy I mean, was the number another, one song. <clears throat> another element. I don't know how the another I'll element of it minute. is. Um, we'll get there. Uh, getting the money to get uh, uh, musicians for the what's the name? So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. what do I have? To, He's got another thing. How do I have to? On, yeah. What the things I have to sacrifice in order to get the money to get that thing that I know that I need that may enhance it. But then if it doesn't enhance it and I don't get the like, there's just so much going on at that point. There is a lot going on. There's a lot on this plate. It just didn't. I don't know. It didn't make sense. I don't know. Kyle, don't worry. Kyle liked fucking swimming. I, and now I understand <laughs> your reaction of when I said it at number 10. Mm. Uh, all right, Rick, you're ready to defend therapy. A song I do like. What? At number four. Mm-hmm. Joe, Joe does not quite like it. Didn't but, love it as much. Uh, number one. <laughs> number one. Um, so not only the song is the song very fun, funnest breakup song ever. Even though the <laughs> correct, even though the what it's talking about is very difficult, I have done therapy as well. Shout out to my social worker back in the day. Um, I'm not gonna say her name because I forgot it. No, it's not AA or something. <laughs> Huge shout out. <laughs> no, I didn't forget it. I just don't know if she hears this one day and be like, what the hell? You you, you, um, you do what you need to do. But anyways, <laughs> I know. But for me, this song was brilliant. Like when you're hearing them going one at a time with just like that little undertone, I'm like, ah, this is fun. This is great. But when they start going together and it speeds mm. up, I was just like blown away like wow this this is brilliant because they're piecing everything in the top part of the song is coming in with the bottom part it's sung so nicely and i did like the theatrics on stage so this one mm-hmm. the stage element also helped a lot but like kyle said listening to it without the talking pieces right and hearing it build up like you could not hear it build up while watching it just made it so much better Mm. So yeah. much better. Also, hearing, think, hearing it flow uh, together, I think, enhances it. I think a uh, couple of demerits for the country music. Not really my thing. Not really my jam. I think it. I didn't. The, the way country. it kind of clashes, I think that helps it. Like it's so like wild and weird. Yeah, that I, I think that helps. It, it makes it for a fun experience. The hoe down, but yeah, <laughs> I know that's not. A, when I think of these, when I think of like my top song, it's like, what songs do I want to listen to? Like repeatedly in mm. a sense. And that's not a song I really want to listen to back a, a lot. Like even like oh, kind of kind of back to the Hamilton, like what happened? I said, I listened to it twice right before we got on. Uh, well, like, yeah, I love that song. Everybody has different preferences. It's kind of back to the Hamilton, like does and this work outside works. the play? Can I listen to this by itself, standalone? And that's not how I feel about that song, more or less. You can't listen to Johnny Can't Decide. I can listen to Johnny Can't Decide all the time. Okay. What about No? So, so you guys love No More? Yes. What, what's the deal? About? I don't know how you don't like No More. It's so good. What's the deal? I don't get it. I don't know. It's a, between two, two of my bottom four and Joe's top five. It's, so it's in my top five as well. As well. Yeah, yeah. Both of you. Yeah. Both of your top. Uh, I don't know. It's, I like the the contrast between that hard rock that hard living pissed off (laughs) like no more do i want to do these things 
And I actually like the fact when they did the little moving on ups piece I was about in to say, there they got as well. The Jefferson's reference in there. They got that. I, I like that one a lot. But um, it was just fun. Like just the, the dichotomy of boho living to. Huh, I was a boho though. That was slum upstate. <laughs> boho slum living <laughs> to. Wow. This is. Holes, holes everywhere. Neurotic. Yeah, I almost said my line. But um, um, oh, teaser, yes, I have a line from this song. But um, yeah, teaser. I enjoyed it. it it's I don't know. and it was Michael's <laughs> first like punch you in the face. Uh, let me tell you why I left, and yeah, without us actually really knowing the other reason why he left, but no, yeah, it, no, it was no. great. I fun. thought, um, like Rick <laughs> said, the the counterbalance of the song. Um, the weightiness of not necessarily the material, but these two different opposing styles of music and st- structure and the the melodies, the cadences, and to marry them even at the end in a way I loved. Like it was a really fun song to me. Hmm. Okay. Well, to contrast that. Uh, I'm glad you guys had louder than words in your top five because it was my number yeah. one. Um, I just think it ends the movie slash play, whatever this is, Kyle. so strongly. You want to know what and, it is, Kyle? Kyle. Well, I'm saying it's the movie. Kyle. No, end the play <laughs> within the movie. So the Ju- music. What? No, the musical that they're showing within the movie. <laughs> And because this is two different things. This is a movie about the play they're putting on. Like Which is the uh, definition uh, of a musy. No, it's not at all. But I thought he was going to use the other word. But what, the, the way it ends. Oh, I could have used pluvy, but. Uh, all right. Well, let's just move on to our favorite. Was a pluvy, <laughs> that's fine. If you want to bring it I'm done. Way. I'm finished. Ahead, no, I don't care. Girls. You it's do great. care. We care too. It's very good. Let's continue. <laughs> Kyle, it's your turn. Uh, no, I'm finished. I said what I had to say. No, I was just. Okay. It's that other show. People just step all over each other. Oh, uh, what's the next thing? Oh, uh, I think we're doing rap references. Rap, so we gotta talk about references for the adult audience. Who influenced you, bro? The Supercar. We wanted to discuss the Superbia song that we heard constantly. Right. So I was surprised this wasn't on the soundtrack as like its own song because we hear bits and pieces of it. We hear the start of it. We hear like the big culmination. So as he's putting on the workshop or as he's rehearsing the workshop and once the workshop starts, we hear this like face of the year awards or whatever song. Mm. And this is the really besides come to your senses, which is the one he's trying to write all damn movie. <laughs> this is really the only snippet of superbia that we hear. So I just wanted to ask this question or really make a statement. I think Superbia was going to be bad. <laughs> like hearing, hearing this song, I'm like, this is what he's been working on. <laughs> like shout out to Sondheim. At least, at least he, he gave it some credit, but I'm like, Oh, okay. I don't know if it necessarily was going to be bad. <laughs> um, I think, I don't know. I think for that time period, it was going to be way ahead of its time. Um, Possibly, yeah. 
because just like because then I, I do I do have to put my head into 1990 like we haven't that's probably new for that yeah time, for sure so like um listen to some of the lyrics and then like looking into it and seeing like some of the stuff that people wrote about it it was talking about like a lot of the me first culture and people putting basically kind of like what nope was talking about like people wanting to be you know a spectacle more than jet for the sake of being a spectacle not necessarily for anything they did or anything they've done more so mm-hmm. just i should be on tv because i'm great and kind of like that mentality way back when and like which I, has happened yeah yeah which has become the world basically so um, yeah when when he was describing it on the stage show part like he was describing like reality TV and social media. Yeah. And this is in 1990 that he's, that he's figuring this out. So yeah, I think the ideas are there and it's amazing that he had predicted that and saw that coming. Now you're right. Which I really like how it was going to be executed, but the song, Mm. the song was fine. Was not. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's okay. I I feel face of the year. I don't know. I don't know if it has a real title or not. I called it Face of the Year Awards. Yeah. But uh, that but also, opening number. I'll yeah. say that opening number was not the first time, but you could see you could see the link from that opening number to the opening number in red. Like there's a direct line okay. to, oh, yeah, the person who wrote this definitely is the person who goes on to write. Yeah. Right. So I am I am a rent noob. I still haven't watched rent. So. But you know I the do not know that song, yet. right? I have no idea what it is. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred. I thought that was the closing. No, song. that's the opening that's not, number. <laughs> I thought that was the end. <laughs> that's it the is, opening but number. It isn't. But so, okay. does it reprise? I think it does reprise at some point. Maybe that's so that song once. is really like towards the middle of it. So the oh, I've I've seen the play. I, I, I was about to say maybe the play. The play Maybe the movie's different. Oh yeah, they do do it twice. I guess in the movie, yes, because they the do movie, it. In they the do middle. it twice. Yeah, but mm. in the play, it, it sets up differently. It's only the first time. Yeah, that so, makes sense actually. Yeah, okay. just thought I'd yeah. throw that out there. So I can see how that opening number is but, the direct no, line so to that opening number. Thirty ninety is the number. direct line in a sense to. I guess if you're watching the 3090 as well, the, yeah. the movie version is a direct, you can see the direct connection to the second song you're going to mm. see in the movie. Mm. Okay. Which is really like the opening number. Opening We're number just foreshadowing at this point. We're just <laughs> <laughs> take a guess. What's next we, week? Two weeks from we now, guys. One day, something we will one day watch <laughs> and discuss. All right. And um, not tie on. Uh, before we move on, Probably Kyle, not. did you want to finish your louder than words? <laughs> no, I finished it. We've moved on. All right. All right. Well, it's time for our favorite lines. Uh, your favorite line. My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is. Alrighty, our favorite lines. Uh, I have the order. I will start the order. Uh, it's going to be different. It's not going to just be uniform. So I will start with Rick. Your third favorite line. Any words? It will be different. 
It's from No More. Hello to shiny new parquet wood floors As waxed as a wealthy girl's legs Hello dear Mr. Dishwasher I could get I could get used I could get used I could get used Alrighty. Very good. So, in that one, I just love the where they came from to this new fancy place and the, the descriptive words that they were using. The wealthy woman's legs and things like that. I was like, yeah, this is just so lyrically, I thought it was it, it was it was very well written. Park and it was fun at the same time. Yeah. Oh. All right, Kyle, you're number three. Oh, and before that, Ooh. if you've been washing dishes by hand, uh-huh. you love your dishwasher every now and then. Hey, <laughs> I, I didn't have a dishwasher for a very, very long time. I was time. the dishwasher. Yeah, yes. a, a new I had hands. Right <laughs> <laughs> oh, write that down. <laughs> All right. Uh, so as far as choosing lines, I didn't really have lyrics that jumped out to me per se um which is what the lines are so i picked lines that were more like feeling of the song basically so that's that's kind of where i went so number three fancy way to say song you guys hate Hmm. i thought horses no way to spend a day hey what a way to spend the day I made a vow I wonder now Am I cut out? Wait, so you faded Sorry, I had to fade it. You faded it. it went Why'd you fade it? That was the whole point of the line. You cut out the point I was going to talk about. Oh, sorry. He does that. See how it feels where you just cut your stuff off and you're like, (laughs) I I will say this. It was hard. I I had to be very discerning to stick to my 20, 20 second rule because there's a lot of lines kind of like yours where they're making the point and holding that line. And I'm like, Oh, so. Well, what I was going to talk about is this is the second verse where he says, am I cut out to spend my time this way? And this is the better version of Johnny Can't Decide. Oh, jeez. Because this, this, this is after he learns that Superbia is not mm. going to be picked up by someone. The workshop that he's been working on for years is just gone now. They're telling him to make something else. And this is right after he learns Michael is HIV positive. So it's like this person he's been doing this with. Dancing around that, that the he's whole been, time. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. We've, we've been, we've been dancing, revealing everything. Dancing around that. Um, you guys danced around it. <laughs> But the question of like, this is what he's been doing his entire life. And now he says, am I cut out to keep doing this, to keep trying to make a whole new thing? Like that's, that's what I really think it boils down to. So don't worry, Rick, you have one cut later and I'll watch, I'll watch the clock next time. Yeah, you're good. Rick has Rick has a couple too. So I had to watch the clock. Oh, I, I I got them all down to like twenty. Mm, I didn't 20 know it was seconds. twenty seconds. I thought, I thought yeah, I did. We at least had thirty. I did. I counted it. I literally counted it out. That's a rule of thumb. I gotta write this down. A rule of thumb. 
if it goes into the third stanza, it's going to be too long, my guy. <laughs> no, no, no. If it's 20 seconds and I count 20 seconds it, on it the... It was not. I'm telling it you, it was not. There was one that was like 22 can I get my line? and another can one that's I, can 21, can but... I, is is twenty the new eighteen? Is that what it is now? Just cut it off at eighteen and be like, "Oh, you're gonna be happy with it." My line, I forgot what my third line is from now. Thanks. It's fading, Kyle, and your stopwatch. It's a, little, a little repetitive. Um, <laughs> well, they had a good little duet. I wanted to get some of the duet in there. I guess you stole Kyle's extra second for your song. Uh, I know, right? I know. <laughs> some shifting time around. <laughs> oh, this is uh, um, no. Uh, the lyric that really stood out to me um, in a song that's come to your senses: uh, "Don't use just one; use all five. Um, I really thought that was. I like that. And they sang beautifully. So, yeah. It's very beautiful. All right. Oh, damn. Did not account for this. Back to back, Joe. All right. Uh, <laughs> Didn't account for it. You're picking it. <laughs> the one who set up the order. Yeah, you know what? Rick is going to go there. So. <laughs> you not account for <laughs> your decision. There's a thing. You guys kind of collab Joey on can't a couple. Decide. Hey, uh, Rick, your number two line. Oh, coming from my number two song, Louder Than Words. What does it take to wake up a generation? How can you make someone take off and fly? We don't wake up and shake off the nation. We'll eat the dust of the world. Wondering I just felt like that one was very self-explanatory. It's a cautionary warning to society, especially during that time period where people were being, well, based on the HIV epidemic that's still going on, but that was really rampant at that time where it was only being classified incorrectly to a certain group of individuals (laughs) and just saying, you know, people need to wake up and use their own minds and think you can plug that into any other thing that was going on around that time, be it race, be it socialism, capitalism, whatever it is. But eventually people need to wake up and stand together. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Very poignant. My second favorite line. I don't remember what song my line's coming from. Oh, I remember that. This is from 30. Write it down. We're just finding out. Um, I actually really like those lyrics. I like, um, I like, you know, I love that section. I'm about to say that segment. Uh, it's kind of in a way a rap reference to other, the, (laughs) (laughs) to other works that were done prior. Um, famous rap song. Yeah. Peter Pan. <laughs> uh, I mean, Peter Pan, a lot of music in there, but he's talking <laughs> about trying to keep hold on to his youth and not have his youth stolen because, again, in this movie, uh, 30 is the line of demarcation, effectively, uh, in his mind. So, Never Leverland, uh, trying to hold on to that youth. Um, and then The Wizard of Oz has run off with uh, 
with his dreams and his wishes. So yeah, I thought it was a very cool, cool line. That's funny because there is a line I wanted to pick from 3090 that I ironically thought was too short. (laughs) So I wanted to try to I wanted to try to include some parts before it. That's where he drops the F bomb. Uh, and I'm like, we're we're trying not to break that rule. And I'm like, come we? on. I don't think we have. So yet. I had I had a tough time leaving that out. We have not yet. We, we haven't almost said we have not this episode. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna wow. say it. There are some times I, w- I almost did, but uh, <laughs> you don't we're doing say. good. Um, am I next? Yes, you are next. No, it wasn't even part you think. Oh, really? <laughs> it was when I was talking about theater kids. Oh. <laughs> so I was talking about theater kids. <laughs> I almost called them something else, but uh, okay. Kyle, discretion, good job. Is uh, it me? Number two, Kyle. Yes. So I just love this is where they first start interweaving mm-hmm. in therapy. And I think it's just a great example of the writing and the performance just coming together so well. And I liked it. All right. Rick, you're number one. It only one. gets crazier from there. My number one also comes from therapy and I will, I guess I'll agree with you, Kyle, where this, this for picking lines, it was kind of difficult. It was more like picking moments. Yeah. Um, That's kind of what I was trying to say. What it felt more like, okay, these are moments that I really liked for one reason or another, be it the lyrics, but this was my favorite moment. See how that's a third stanza? Go ahead. Oh, no, no. But isn't that what, that's where I stopped it? Because I knew. No, 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 no. no, no. You, there was you two gave extra me the seconds. Next that last line was going to fit in. Oh, boy. I literally <laughs> counted it out. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get this in. With the, with, the, with the slight buffering that's on Zoom sometimes, that sounded insane. <laughs> Like, that's like the fastest part like you're not gonna hear it on the recording when you listen but that is like the fastest part when they're like singing over each other the most yeah. and then like it catching up on zoom i was like i was like losing my mind i was like what is going on it was amazing it's the same thing i felt when i like saw hearing it. it even hearing it even faster was ridiculous that's funny. like Imagine if somebody listens to this podcast at like one and a half speed. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Oh, I hope no one does. It's <laughs> gonna be great. I beg you not to. I might just oh, listen to that party at one and a half speed. Just you have to hear I'm art have to. the way it was intended, and I do consider this podcast art. <laughs> it is. Alrighty, uh, Kyle, you're number one. Uh from my number one. Why should? All right, now I'll get into it. So louder than words. <laughs> I like I just like the way this song culminates everything he's gone through that we've seen at least uh in in the movie. Because it's him all movie long we've seen him writing these note cards. We haven't even mentioned this part. 
he sees something going on. He sees something on the news. He writes it down. He sees something happen and during his life. He writes it down. None of this made it into superbia. These are just kind of things he's writing to himself. All of this gets put into louder than words. And a lot of it is after his agent tells him, you have to write what you know. And what he's been knowing is all these things he's been observing that aren't getting talked about, basically. So this is where Louder Than Words really tells his mindset of we have to do something about what's going on because the only way to do it is to do it. Like it's like it's, he's not minting words anymore. So it's like, how as we travel, can we see dismay and keep from fighting? It's like, how can you see this? And if you don't see this, you're going to have to start seeing it. And that's what I like about it. Wait, are you telling me you're looking, you're looking something I'm up. I'm trying Jeff? to look up the lyrics. Cause that was something that hit me. <laughs> like after I watched it this time, I was like, Ooh, I wonder if that was like a nod to rent. Like these are words he's writing down that end up in rent. You're telling me they end up in here. No, yeah, no, no. the boss is wrong. Is right. Oh up here. my goodness! Even if you look at here, yeah. the, uh, if you watch the, if you look at the, I guess the, I don't know what to call it, the screen the poster. Yeah, because the poster kind of has poster, that thing as it well. It has those same words mm. mixed into it. All of it went into this song. That's great. So I, 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 I mean, pick it up. Yeah, the ideas make it yeah. into rent, but as far yeah. as like what he's writing down, that's that's all. Literally, that's all this. a yeah, Google search for me yesterday was rent. <laughs> my boss is as wrong as rain. I was like, it has to be somewhere <laughs> in there, right? <laughs> where is it? I was like, Nowhere. where where did this line end up? I was like, it has to be important. So yeah, oh, thank you for that's why what I initially thought when watching it too. I was like, oh, this must all be rent references. Yeah, no, but you can but see no. how watching it. Exactly. Karen, yeah. When you watch Rent, you'll see a I lot of a lot of stuff. No, no, no. I'm just saying, even from character, like character, <laughs> right, right, disposition, the way they act, the way they interact with each other, you're going to see a lot of his own his own life, his own story in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Should be cool. All right. When we get to it, when we get to I eventually. knew that was going to happen. I knew that was going to happen. I was like. When I was like, "How you want to talk about it again?" You're like, "No." And I was like, "He has another place to talk about it." So I think he, <laughs> I think he's geared up for it. She's <laughs> gonna make us feel bad. For I just a wanted, to, bit. I just want to make you guys feel bad. I just want to feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> like I get Five cut off all one. the time. <laughs> I feel bad about you feeling feel bad. That, I, I feel I bad that you felt feel bad. bad. That. <laughs> uh, my one is also from my number one song, like Kyle. And Rick, we all hey, that's how it works. Rick's Rick's exactly. ones. It's tending to happen a little more recently. It doesn't happen all the time, then. Huh? Compromise or persevere. His mind is racing. Johnny has no guide. Johnny wants to hide. Can he make his mark if he gives up his spot? See, I haven't faded out my own thing, guys. You see, you know, democracy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. We left on that one. I know, There's right? There's no democracy. democracy. You're the, you get to, you get to decide. Kyle, do you, I define democracy here, okay? Um, exactly. So yeah, this is the part where <laughs> it's kind of a point. <laughs> Jonathan Larson, uh, the character and the human being, effectively is um, kind of like we talked about. We've talked about this song a bunch now. So um, he's at that crossroad and wondering um, what was the line. Can I, should I, I lost it now. Should I hide or persevere? 
compromise or persevere. Sorry. Compromise my art, my life, my goals, my dreams, or just move through that and continue to do what I'm doing. Um, in, and I think for me, it really resonates because a lot of that questioning yourself, Kyle, you say it's it's before, you know, it doesn't fail. It doesn't succeed. But a yeah. lot of that inner turmoil eh. is often in while you're making the creative process. Like if you ask any editor, writer, anybody, they hate the thing they're working on the most when they're working on it. And then right. once they see it, and they it's get like, to a point where they're like, "I should just scrap yeah, this." Yeah, it's like, it sucks. "Oh, this is yeah. all terrible." This I gotta is, quit. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to start from zero what until they yeah. see it, and then it's like, "Okay, that's a germ of my idea," and then it continues to grow, continues to grow, and they end up. Hopefully, you know, you like what you did, but while you're making it, is the most tumultuous time because you're constantly saying, "This is wrong." This is you're seeing all the flaws in real time before anybody else and you're the only person who knows it so you're the only person feeling it so that's why i like this song even where it is as well mm-hmm. therapy okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right fellas <laughs> it's time for your favorite performers and the certain artist on the artist the artist spotlight Kyle, you're on the docket first <clears throat> Uh, we're doing both, right? Performer yeah. and character. All right. Was anybody uh, a character? I don't know about you guys, but I yeah, the characters in a movie. I don't know, but it's yeah. kind of based on real life. They're not all real. They're not all real. They're not all real. The only things that are real. I meant to start the episode that way. The only things that are real is what we tell you is real. Dang it. Ah. Uh, the only parts that are fake. Oh well. Are the ones I made up. <laughs> Jonathan made up. And I was going to say like, you know, whatever. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, it was <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but it's hard for me to not pick anyone but Andrew Garfield. Cause he's, he's the whole movie. Uh, he's the whole stage show. Not the whole thing, but you know, and he's not known as a musical performer. So I think it's really cool that he got to do this, that Lynn got this performance out of him. Um, I actually heard so Lynn was a recent guest on Blank Check. This is a podcast where they go through director filmographies. And he was a guest on the All That Jazz episode, the Bob Fosse movie. Mm. And there's a lot of similarities between that movie and this one. Um, where it's quote All That Jazz is like semi autobiographical, mm. but he doesn't call himself Bob Fosse. It's like all fake people, other stand ins for real life people, kinda like this. And he was saying that um Andrew Garfield was told as he was getting into acting that he couldn't sing, mm. that he's just sick to acting. And Lynn like somehow convinced him to be able to do this, this movie where he's singing the whole time. And I thought that was really cool that he could find that in him and get this performance out of him. So yeah, we crush. I have to pick Andrew Garfield. And I think for favorite character, I will go with Michael because his arc is so interesting his motivations make so much sense like when he's confronted on the street about why are you going for all this you gave up your dream just to have this fancy job and fancy cars and whatnot and again watching it the second time you kind of see that from the start like you get what this character is yeah i was saying that that relationship is very interesting because it's it's that uh it's that constant 
you know, do you be the starving artist or do you kind of like, do you have to look real mm-hmm. life in the face at some point and, you know, eventually set up your future because right. you're going to live beyond your artistic you endeavors to, yeah. potentially. So how long do you it's hold also like uh, Carano and all his rich, his rich friends. That's a great it's a very point. interesting uh, <laughs> relationship. There. Rick favorite character, really? favorite performer podcast. So favorite character, I'm going to agree with Kyle. That was Michael. Um, it's mm-hmm. really hard calling these people characters when they're real people. I know. Like Some of them they're are. Based on I don't think they're the others. same names, though. Some of, the them names are are Some of them are realer, but it's just like, oh, OK. But um, Michael, I think hands down, he killed it. Um, mm-hmm. He was the emotional. He was the emotional figure in a lot of different scenes um i think it showed a him between him and jonathan um it showed the way where especially in society as as it is right now where it's like oh you can't be a straight person being friends with someone who isn't how does it work Mm -hmm. and this shows you how does it work love is love regardless of sexual orientation color religious background if you actually get to know someone you can form that relationship. Um, and then, so I thought that was great. Favorite performer definitely had to be Andrew Garfield. Did not know he had it in him. Right. Um, I can see why he was nominated for a couple of awards. Um, he, he literally oh, great point. crushed it. I forgot to mention this at the beginning, uh, the movie itself. So Andrew Garfield was nominated for best actor at the Academy Awards. And the movie was nominated for best film editing, mm. which probably worth it. Yeah. Or deserves it. I should say for therapy alone, just the way it's cut together between <laughs> the oh, therapy is great, <laughs> but there's just the cutting between the, the play and the real life, real life and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of things as we're talking about characters and actors and what's real and what's not um, Sondheim, who's featured in the play portrayed by Bradley Whitford. Shout out to him. Um, and a good yes. fun fact that I forgot to mention that um, Lynn let Sondheim. So now I'm on a tangent of a tangent. Lynn let Sondheim watch the pl- movie <laughs> really uh, ahead of time. And he was like, oh, nice. okay, Bradley Whitford. That's not what I would say necessarily. And then he was like, you know what? I'm going to just lay. I'm going to call you and leave a voicemail. So he called. That's actually Stephen Sondheim voice the real Steven Sondheim's voice when he calls and leaves the voicemail after we see Superbia um so that was well, very interesting answering machine let's answering let's make machine. that clear it yeah is the answering machine <laughs> the yes. answering machine message yeah the voicemail right. message yes um yeah I I forgot to bring that up too yeah, yeah. The, the one we hear that's a recording is actually Steven Sondheim which is awesome um and Actually, Sondheim wasn't this distant figure in Larson's life. He was actually his mentor to a degree. Um, like he had invited Larson to see Into the Woods when that was on Broadway. So they had a closer relationship than portrayed in the film. Right. Um, Michael, who is an inspiration, Michael, who is based on Larson's friend, was Matt O'Grady. Never was a musical performer or in the performing arts whatsoever. And uh, <laughs> they were never actually roommates, apparently. 
And then oh, Susan. I hate this movie now. <laughs> Susan was based on Janet Charleston. I believe she's the one we hear. Or did they they probably use Alexander Shipper? I would definitely would or Ship. I definitely would have saw that. But they were on again, off again, and they were actually still together at the time of his passing. So mm. double fun facts there. Yeah, you can kind of see that at the end that they might get back together. Like yeah. just, they, they they didn't Wikipedia like hate each other. Said a lot of mean things about that lady, but mm. oh my god, Wikipedia would be Wikipedia sometimes. Yes, yeah, be wicked. Yeah, we don't know who the hell's right now. Uh, exactly. My favorite character and performers are favorite character <laughs> is Susan. Uh, I like Susan's character a lot. Mm. Um, Look at you, feminist. Yeah, I gotta switch it up. Um, hey. I probably would have gone no, Michael, but I was like, okay, all three of us clean sleep on Michael. That's ridiculous. Uh, I like hey. Susan's yeah. character because Susan, Susan um, was kind of the real. She, they were basically effectively two camps in the movie. They were realist, and then there was Jonathan. <laughs> Everybody was just living yeah. in real life <laughs> and trying to tell Jonathan, like, okay, like, how long can you hold on to your dream and. You know, always pursue your dream in any way you can. And I don't think necessarily they were telling him, like, put away your dream. Never try to work on your dream, but don't make your dream your whole life. Like, you're, you're going to stifle and minimize your lifestyle by pursuing this dream in this fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, it can't be everything. Yeah. yeah. And she was a dancer. She suffered an injury. And then but she still wanted to dance and they were going to move for her to continue dancing. Um, so she found a compromise to a degree. She was going to teach at a school, teach dance and continue to dance in her own right. Um, so I really loved her character played by Alexandra ship and clean sweep. Like I said, Andrew Garfield crushed this role. I didn't know he could sing. Um, I, at this point, I just think anybody in Hollywood could sing cause it feels like everybody does is a triple threat <laughs> at all times. Um, so yeah, and like I said, I did it. I had my issues with him because of the Amazing Spider-Man. We've put that aside now, um, and I'm rocking with him. But even though I think he's after this, he said he's taking a step back from acting for a little bit. So I've heard that. Yeah, he's had a lot of stuff come out. Yeah. yeah so I think. He, but performance-wise, I do want to. Sh- are we done? Now I'm gonna say I think he had a kid, but I don't want to put that. I don't want to. Sh- I don't remember if that's 100 percent true or not. I have no idea. <laughs> don't put that on the man. I don't know. Uh, do want to shout out Vanessa Hudgens and Joshua Henry, who we haven't mentioned, who plays Roger, who's like the other stage performer in the in the play part. Doesn't get a lot. Uh, of they had the meatiest well. other. <laughs> yeah, he's just mostly singing. Uh, he gets like they they have the other two meatiest singing parts, and they both killed it. Also, and they're both in superbia. So so. Are we to believe I also like that they're in the workshop. Yeah, yeah say, are we to believe that, you know, they got hired for Superbia and then, you know, that didn't go nowhere and it's like, hey, I like you guys. Yeah. You want to work on this other thing I'm working on? I th- yeah. So. That's definitely the connection. Like he meets them there and he's like, hey, I got this other thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, really cool. Yeah. All right. It is time for the game. Before we get there. Oh, my God. I, ah. I thought I did it. Didn't of course, you did not click it. Um, click it, take it. Favorite scene of the movie? Did you have one? Green, green, red. <laughs> um, favorite scene <laughs> of the movie? 
Oh, I almost forgot the fun <laughs> fact I learned today. The radio. Uh, the fun fact I learned today that Rent is in graffiti behind Alex uh, Alexandra's oh, ship right. when they're performing uh, Come to Your Senses. Lynn tweeted that out today. Shocking. Lynn, thanks for listening and knowing that, that we're doing just tick, today. Tick, boom today. Uh, yeah, Lynn. Drop that on us Obviously now. a fan. That, Thank you for that, that little tidbit. Blue. He knows we can he reveal. exists. He knows. Um, favorite huh. scene. I will go since something did come to mind. The um, the focus group. No, oh, that's a good we one. get to see. We get to see why he can't just have a regular job. He can't turn it off. So that's I like that we get to have that side of him. Now, uh, ex- explained what I did like in the focus group scene was when they were breaking it down to him and one mm-hmm. dude was like, oh, I didn't like this. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and, um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Shoot it, Brian. Um, no, 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 no. Not the not that. Sorry. Not the focus group. Then the. Uh, yeah, the, I'm talking about the advertisement. OK, yeah, so I'm talking, talking about like the, uh, the workshop. The workshop, the the workshop scene, where Sondheim, after okay. they pl- perform, Sondheim is there and he's like, oh. "Oh, but I I love this." And then he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." It's a green. Oh, I see. Yeah, he goes. And then he goes where he yeah. And I'm just saying, like so every time he guys, says something, one Sondheim, I don't know the other guy, but yeah, that's a good. <laughs> the other guy, well, not R- so Richard famous. Richard Kind, shout out. Played the other yeah. guy, whoever that is, but yeah, yeah. him, him like latching on to Sondheim is it was yeah, pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. That was really good. So, do you have your favorite scene, or should I go with mine? I do have my favorite scene. Oh, that wasn't your. No, no, that no, wasn't no. yours as well. Oh. Uh, my favorite <laughs> scene is the precursor, and it goes all the way through. But therapy, like how it starts, where the phone rings, he's ignoring it. The voicemail comes on. I mm. see all oh, your yeah. lights on. <laughs> he looks outside. I see you. Looking I'm, she's the on the payphone outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's very good. So that's very my good. favorite scene is in that as well, mm. and it's when it's ending and they hug. Oh. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. He playing instruments. He starts figuring yeah, out how to. And she's uh, like, yeah. "Are you?" He's like, yeah. like no, "Are you making a song no, right now?" I'm not. Are you using me oh, for and it shows how Which he, is interesting. Uh, I, I'm not just thinking of the line. Are you using me for your song? And then he writes a play about his life next. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so is that how yeah, egocentric right, you know. he is? And he's not doing it from like a narcissistic standpoint or whatever. He's just trying to be famous so badly. He can't see anyone else's life and what they're mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. through. Especially right. once Mind. Michael tells him whatever's going on. He's like, what? I didn't see. <laughs> is that what you were trying to tell me? He just realizes this whole time. He was he was only enveloped in his life. Mm. Even when it came to Sunday, when before Sunday came on, he was like, Should Sunday. I go visit my friend who's in the hospital? Yeah. And he's like, But right. I gotta do but this. I gotta write but this thing. I gotta do this. But and I gotta work. Like, <laughs> and it's like he was so wrapped up in himself and trying to create that masterpiece that he neglected so many other people. Mm-hmm. Um until he realized it at the end. Very good point. Very good question. I gotta say, even though I hate the question for the time purposes, they're usually good questions. Um, all right. Now, speaking of time, 
I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Oh, yeah. We are the Tam haters of the brush. Bad times. Looks like you're running out of time. It's time for the Metacritic game. This is where Kyle explains the Metacritic game because I can't and Rick can't. So, Kyle, please. Nope. Okay. So, Metacritic is a website where they pile all sorts of different critic scores from 1 to 100. And Joe and I are trying to guess the score that Tick, Tick, Boom, the movie received at Metacritic. Yes. So, we're going to send in that secretly secretly after i think ultra ultra secretly and the secret nominated is sent for awards nominated for it's very true awards. but critics don't always pick those awards Tory Holtz. i don't Was know it 82 or 81 this number I is it was 82 Isaac Bruce is 81. Or Isaac so Bruce 80. 80. Isaac Bruce was 81. He was 80. Yeah, Bruce and I think Colt was 81. Uh, no, it could be Rocket Ishmael. T.O. We're talking about the uh, 99. Can we uh, just say what they are? Mm. 82. I said 82. <laughs> I know the team you're saying. Uh, so, I don't know the number you're saying because we didn't get to hear them. The number doesn't matter since Joe currently holds the lead 3 to 1. I feel like it matters. Um, I will say this. <laughs> you guys were four apart Ooh. at 82 and 78. 82 and 78. Told you. 78. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so you guys were four matter. apart. And, and one of you were four was four away from Ooh. the correct number, which means Kyle won. Didn't see it getting an 86. Uh, didn't see 86. it getting an 86. <laughs> it wasn't 86. I, was like, I still uh, thought I went too high and I was good. Yeah, yeah I thought I was learning. I'm learning the Metacritics. Yeah. I thought I went the low. Critics. I was going to go 80. Well, Either way, I would have lost. Yeah. yeah. All right. That brings me one win closer to tying it up. I'm down three to two. You believe weird comments. Some comments. Go on social media and read the comments. We got company. Comments from the company. Shout out to Big Smee's getting the movie done right before we went to air. Mm. Ah, she said, wow, what a show. I'm bawling. Nose all stuffed up. Come to your senses with... My body is rejecting me right now. Come to your senses was my favorite. Joe, heart Joe's em- getting Come to your senses. Uh, my favorite heart emoji. Real life swimming louder than words. All great. I also love the diner song and play game. Uh, yeah, shoot, shoot, yeah. Uh, I think that's all half the damn song. I believe that's the only one we got mm. so far. Uh, yeah. So if you want to get your comment from the company, red listen to the movie we're going to do next week at the end um so you get to jump on it uh and go head over to our twitter and our instagram at who does a pod that's at who does a pod and don't forget to click on that pinned tweet uh that is our discord link again at who does a pod Kai. we are part of the new low network go to a new co to check out all the other shows that me and joe are on mostly joe and you can also check out the merch we have there because we got some, some shirts merch. so you can get a shirt shouts out the hand boys and get a shirt that says I'm in the company 
And if you buy a shirt in every color, you win a certain ham boy challenge. And what happens then, Joe? What happens then is once you get, once you hit checkout on that last shirt, it's a tick, 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 boom, until I arrive right at your place <laughs> so we can perform all 13 songs <laughs> on Tick Tick Boom. And you know what? If you go to JoeDormal.com and get one of each shirt, don't have to get another color, just one of each type of shirt on JoeDormal.com. Uh, we can perform, I will perform all 18 of my solo projects, uh, solo songs off my solo projects. TV and TV season two. So that's how you get that. By the way, don't forget to check me out on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Joe Dorval. And again, joedorval.com for all the goodies over there. Kyle, where can we find you on the so- interwebs? I'm uh, making bad tweets over at VT Loader. Rick, where do we find you? I'll say just here because I'm not on Discord as much as I thought I was going to be. Oh, you're on there plenty. <laughs> Way better you than before. You can still promote, but, um, promote your Discord, Discord presence. Or um, here next week. <laughs> or I should say, and here next week. In two weeks. Two weeks. Right. When I say next week, I mean two weeks. In two yes. weeks, I think we have to reveal what we've been revealing all episode. In two weeks. Yes, we do. We will be watching Rent, the accompanying piece at this point now. Um, we'll be watching Rent next. Uh, Kyle, you said it's on HBO Max? Yes. Yeah, so we have to clarify, this is the movie version the movie that came out 2000 something 2005 uh it is on HBO Max uh 2005 the 2005 film rent HBO Max check it out cuz we will be checking it out or chris columbus i don't think mm, we'll, get Christopher. we'll get to that we'll get to that mm. well the movie adaptation rent solid uh well folks <laughs> i've been headphone joe and i've been here with his right hand man and left <laughs> <laughs>